Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is December 2nd. This is episode 132, and a fantastic Friday it is so far, my friends. Welcome. Today we'll be taking a look, as always, at the price action, what we can expect over the next potential couple days or week, and everything else that we're looking at in the market space right now. So stay tuned. As well, we'll be talking about the up-and-coming FOMC meeting coming up, I believe, on the 12th or the 13th, so roughly two weeks from now. What we can expect from that meeting, uh, is the Fed going to pivot? Is the Fed going to continue with their rate hikes? Um, obviously, the market is very hot and cold on this subject right now, so we'll discuss that. Um, as always, we're going to start by taking a look at our macros. Nothing really, really has changed since we talked about it on Monday, uh, other than the fact that the weekly, at least on ETH, is starting to pivot around again back to the upside. We can see that we're starting to form a doji candle on this uh, weekly at the moment. We still have two days to figure this out as far as ETH goes, but money flow looking bullish starting to pinch off, potential green dot coming, uh, Wolfpack showing some weekly bullish divergence in the shorter term as well. Uh, so if we were to TC back up here, uh, obviously triple invalidation for one. So some major back and forth going on over the last couple of weeks, uh, there would be a significant move to come from that if we were to get the triple invalidation. Essentially, what I'm talking about here is that we triple confirmed up on the 31st of October. The very next week, we dumped hard, very hard from that TC, obviously, with the FTX news. And then two weeks later, we TC'd down at a much lower point than where we TC'd up, meaning that we invalidated the upwards facing triple confirmation. Now we're starting to turn up exactly the week after we TC'd down, which is exactly what we did back here. If we see another second invalidation, again, every time it does this, it adds momentum into that move. So let's say we see our TC on the next candle here. It triple confirms back up, and let's say it's at about 1250. That means we've invalidated the TC down, and we're using the momentum from the previous TC. So three stacked up, two invalidations. That would more than likely catapult us through this middle zone, obviously, we're having some issue here with the macro outlook of the falling channel as we continue to push in and push out of our center of it. Um, hopefully, from a third invalidation, we would have enough momentum to push ourselves above 1500, which I think for ETH is the ultimate goal here in order to try and change market structure and hopefully push us back up into the top of the falling channel region, which could be as high that's the 618 sitting at about 1800. We know that we have a resistance level line bullish trend support coming up. And as well, we have resistance at about 2300. So some very important things to keep in mind, think about over the next little while. But for now, we are starting to turn back up, at least as far as ETH goes. When we're taking a look over here on Bitcoin, we're also starting to see the signs, but not as clear. And in times of peril and in times of pivoting, ETH, as we've spoken about for years, tends to pull ahead and give you the clearer sign of what's going on. For some odd reason, ETH just seems to be more clairvoyant when it comes to these pivotal times. Bitcoin, 
clearly stacking up a bullish divergence, though, on this weekly chart. I, a number of bullish divergences, but this is the only one showing up across all three of our indicators. So something to keep in mind, it is starting to turn around. We can see Wolfpack, we can see Market Liberator pinching off. Um, the only thing we're waiting for is that the uh, money flow momentum turns itself back up in the same fashion that ETH has. It is quite a little bit lower into the red, so it's going to take a little bit more time of accumulation and build up in order to push that back into the green. The last time we were into the bullish money flow was back here in January of 2022, so right at the start of the year. So almost one year ago, we've been essentially in the red money flow for a year straight on Bitcoin. Pretty much the same goes for ETH here as well. Going back into February, we had our cross down. So some interesting conclusion stuff going on there again, you know, it seems like these things seem to play out in patterns and specific time periods. So we're at that one year level, maybe another month completely of shenanigans, downside, whatever that may be. But we're at a pivot, we're at a point where things could potentially shift yeah, in the favor of the bulls. So just some stuff to think about. We move into our more midterm stuff, three day, one day. We can see that again, just seeing agreement with what's going on in that macro. We can see the three day starting to show signs of pivoting up. We have green dot potentially closing in two and a half hours on both ETH and BTC. We have Wolfpack, hidden bullish divergence, normal divergence going on here. Starting to, you know, continuing to turn up. Divergence is showing up. Moneyflow and Wolfpack both pushing towards the upside and no TC yet on the three day. When we get down to our daily, we've already confirmed the TC up two days ago. As far as ETH goes, it was about six days ago, seven days ago now on the 26th. So we've got market structure on ETH. We don't have it on BTC, but we are bouncing off the 618. So a very strong support level as far as this goes. Uh, what I'm expecting in the midterm, short term, is essentially a little bit more push up. I'm thinking we get much closer to 17,500, maybe 17,800, maybe then some sort of rejection to push us back down, hopefully towards 16,500 or equivalently somewhere in that region, just essentially below 1,700 once more. We are looking for a secondary higher low when we pop into our shorter terms, but I don't think that this is done right now. We can see that momentum, money flow, re-triple confirmation coming potentially. It's all stacking up for bullish momentum here. We're bouncing off the zero line. Yeah, that's happening again across both ETH and BTC right now. Clear bouncing off the Wolfpack zero line. Money flow pointing to the sky. Green dot already confirmed. We're already TC'd. A re-triple confirmation telling you that what was trying to come back down for another higher low was essentially smacked in the face and now is being turned up again. So if this continues to play out and if this all confirms, everything's said and done, good to go. We're potentially looking at uh, ETH, potentially looking at upwards of a 20% move from here. ETH and BTC potentially looking at about a 9% move from here. We are looking to retest into resistance levels. Those are said resistance levels being about 1500 on ETH for BTC. That's about 18,500, 18,800, somewhere into this region up here. Again, that's if we get the reachable confirmation, if money flow continues to build up over the whole weekend. And yeah, that's kind of our bullish target if we continue to push up from here. If we see some sort of rejection, turn down, 
red dot right after close. You know, uh, money flow starting to tank, kind of thing. We could be looking for a higher low from here. Again, higher low from here, probably towards sixteen five hundred for ETH, probably twelve twenty five, somewhere into this support zone down in the center of our price action for the last couple uh, for the last month or so. Hmm. So not too too much downside potential from here, as long as everything doesn't completely turn down in the midterms. If daily was to get invalidated, TC back down, weekly, you know, starts to turn itself back down, then we could potentially be looking for some heavier hitting downside targets. So again, just, you know, food for thought, something to think about. DXY continues to fall off a cliff. It is turning back down here at the important key level that we talked about in last Friday's session, that 105, 104 level. Um, if we just push ourselves through it, we're probably going to come back up and retest. If we reject, we're probably going to take a step down towards 100 basis points. So very good news for us going on over here. U.S. tenure also continuing to show signs of weakness, rejection, turning itself down, bouncing off the zero line on the 16-hour chart, and continually rejecting. Again, sitting at key level support of the previous high, local high at around 3.5%. Uh, if we can push ourselves through it, probably going to stop at about 3.2, maybe come back for a retest of resistance and resistance. And if it rejects, we're then looking into the 3%, potentially as low as 2.6%. So if these two charts continue to fall off cliffs, continue to build momentum up in the macro, to the downside, we could potentially be seeing a much larger move down coming, which would excel us in the BTC and obviously the S&P price to the upside because it's not, you know, it's 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 our best case scenario type of deal. S&P looks like it is starting to see some resistance in the shorter term, feels like it needs a break. And obviously this is, you know, has still potential to change. It's not confirmed yet, anything like that. It depends on if we're building up a rising wedge or if this is closer to some sort of rising channel. At the moment, I know that our macro and our midterm are just going into the green money flow. Weekly momentum still building up as far as this goes, but we are hitting resistance in the midterm and in the short term. If we move our expectation here, you can see that again, we've talked about this zone between 4,000 and 4,200 being very significant key level resistance right now. In order to get a chance to push into major resistance, we need to break through this level of these two lines. If we can get through 4,200, blast through 100, maybe 200 points, come back and retest what was resistance, hopefully now support, could be looking at a much larger step up. Now, we could also be at the point where we just need some sideways, essentially consolidation, and accumulation in this zone before we do take off. That's how it happened in the previous fractal, as you can see. So we could be topping out here at this 4100 level, coming back as low as potentially 3850. But that's acting as a retest of the first resistance now, hopefully support line. And what we would like to see is that it tests once or twice, holds, breaks through the secondary 4200 level, which would probably be closer to 4,100 at that time. But, but, but by the time we actually break through it, it's going to continue to, to lower itself and then break through, come up to 42, potentially come back as close as possible to that level 
for a retest of that, maybe once or twice, and then continue from there. That's the you know best case scenario. Essentially, if you look at this, it's it's pretty much what Bitcoin has just done. You have your bullish divergence on these two lows, clear as day on all three indicators, and then looking for that small potential converging wave, second converging wave, and a blast to the moon from there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, um, it continues to play out very similarly to the last bullish fractal we had. If we were going to turn this thing down, we would have rejected somewhere up in the 3850 to 4000 uh, level if this was following the previous fractal idea. And we haven't seen that yet. I mean, maybe this converging wave to the downside is just a little bit more extended, but we're starting to, it looks like, walk away from this potential bearish idea and give a much clearer outlook of the bullish idea. So we'll have to see how it plays out over the next, feels like probably two to three weeks still. Um, but by January, we should have an answer of where we are going. So Christmas might get a little bit sketchy if we are going to come all the way back down. That's probably going to be closer to the end of this month, maybe the start of next month, and figure it out from there. Now, I wanted to take a look at gold. I know Pia was asking me the other day to post some stuff. I didn't get a chance, unfortunately. I'm sorry, buddy. But I will give you the time right now. So obviously starting out on our macro here, um, the same idea we've had in our head since about 2020 is still continually playing out. I still believe that we are in a cup and a handle formation. We've been in this handle for about two years straight. We did end up bouncing off of my significant key level, major level support at about 1620 to 1520. 1620 to 1520. Yep. We only ended up touching into it briefly, but we still have come back, hit it, bounced off the center of, of this handle line. And now we're pushing back towards the resistance of around 1820, 1800. So we got to see what happens in this level. What I'd be very much looking for here is some sort of rejection off of 1820, a higher low, hopefully off of 1750 or 1740, and then a break through both uh, resistance of the handle as well as the 618 and the market structure line all at the same time. Because as we can see, right in this zone here, uh, going into potentially February, depending on the time, maybe as early as middle of January, all these lines are converging into one area. And that's where they are the weakest, when all the resistances are at one spot. So that is where I would be hopefully looking for the breakout to occur somewhere in the middle of January, February. It is looking quite bullish overall. I think a lot of people are missing that fact when you're looking at the whole thing. You know, we just, it, it would be essentially a massive macro higher low. Uh, when we look at it like this, you have from this low back in 2018 to now, if it confirms, let's turn everything off for a minute, you have massive hidden bullish divergence going on here, as well as from back here, as well as from back here. Uh, but the, I think the important one is the last one here from September 2018 to now, because as again, we can see it across all three indicators here on the Wolfpack, on the money flow on the on the market liberator you have lower lows across the board and we actually have higher lows here so very strong the fact that it only came back into support level of the top of the cup at around 1620 to 1650 is very telltale 
that this thing is actually getting ready for some sort of massive, massive growth potential here. The company handle is a bullish formation. It also, you know, the handle itself is a breakout pattern, essentially a bull flag. And so what we'd be looking for here is some sort of probably 100% move first. I talk about this all the time, but 100% move from the break over the next maybe year or three years or something like that. We're still looking into the $3,000 region for gold over the next couple of years, but that would spark potentially a much larger move. Once we play out this bullish flag, now you're potentially looking at it as a whole as that this macro move is a bull flag, essentially a fractal of a fractal. And this flag is absolutely absurd. This was a thousand percent move to the upside from almost $250 to around almost $1,900, $2,000. Maybe not exactly a thousand, but very, very, very strong. If that ends up breaking out in towards 3000 I would say that that may put us on a path of potentially starting to see this massive flag go into, into play. The fact that we had this ridiculously massive volume spike here also tells me that we tried back here at this top here. We tried to break out, it failed, and then we've created hidden bullish divergence from that. So I think that all this momentum is still built up because if it had rejected, you know, as it should have from that amount of volume, we probably could have dumped way lower. I'm talking maybe towards $1,200, maybe a new low in this uh, midterm macro towards $1,000. It could have gotten very, very, very spicy. It still could potentially at this point for some sort of Adam and Eve pattern where we have the rounded bottom. It spikes all the way down into $1,200. V-shaped recovery, higher low, and then starts to do this thing. That's very possible still here too. But as far as things go right now, we're still in a flag formation as far as this cup and handle goes. And we'll just have to see how that kind of plays out. We need volume to start coming back in. We need people to start believing this. I think one of the main reasons why this is starting to look so bullish is because people are losing faith in the fiat uh, economies around the world. Once Now that they're seeing the governments are losing faith in the fiat uh, currencies. Right, they're talking about digital dollars all over the place, yada yada yada. The whole plan, I think, from the get-go was to scrap the fiat system in the first place, screw everyone over, and then go back to some sort of resource-based economy. I don't know. Just it's uh, it's an idea. It's not financial advice. It's just definitely something to think about. I'm seeing a lot of talk about pulling back a gold-based system in somewhat way or another. All right, so yes, overall, gold right now, I guess we'll take a quick look at the short terms. Actually starting to look a little bit topped out uh, as far as the four hour goes, but also turning itself back up, potential for bouncing off the zero line as well. If Bitcoin and ETH do the, do the thing over the weekend, I think that gold will probably follow along come Monday. So just something to think about with that. And lastly, as far as charts go, taking a look at our total three. So the total three is excluding Bitcoin and ETH. This is everything else. We can see up on our midterm three-day, we are starting to again form bottom. 
on the very important support that we've talked about many times over the last year or so of the same type of formation that gold's forming, the same type of formation that Bitcoin and ETH are forming, essentially cup and handles uh, staying within the channel of the handle for now, still bouncing off of support level um, for a second time now with bullish divergence across the board. So this is probably the best time since we topped out, or I guess even the last time we were here, this is probably the best time to be looking at potentially picking up some alts or just picking up cryptos in general in this area. Obviously, until the bottom breaks, for sure, completely confirmed, yada, yada, yada. The last amazing opportunity was back here when we were in the same zone. Obviously, back here, it was quite a bit higher. We're sitting at about $420 billion and now sitting at about $300 to $320 billion. And we're still right in that area. So again, not financial advice, but this is a massive bullish divergence on these bottoms if this retriple confirms back up. And the last time that it was in this level went straight to the top. That was about 100, 120% push for the alts. So again, what I'm expecting overall, if we are going to go full bear mode over the next six, say eight months, we're looking for about 100% across the board. Then we're going to pull back probably to the 618 of whatever that 100% move is. 618, higher low, and then potentially go for the real move. That's, again, complete bullish case. Everything has to line up. Everything has to work out. But I've talked about it I, I, so much. It hurts my brain to think about. There's always a 100% move first. And then it pulls back. And then it does the real move. You know, that's when you see these alts do 1,000%, 10,000%, 50,000%, -10, There's always a 100% move first, whatever it is, to build and, and start that catalyst of, of the major move to come later in time. So... Again, just food for thought. I know everyone's very bearish right now. And I know that the trend and the market conditions have been continuously flipping back and forth. But as I'm looking across the board right now, you know, gold looks good. Dixie and US 10 look bad. S&P still looks pretty good. And Bitcoin and ETH also look pretty good. The fact that they're bouncing in this level, the fact that the macros are starting to turn back up essentially right after they... You know, they were so bearish. They looked so bad. We invalidated an upwards facing TC like massively, almost 30% lower than where the TC hit. As far as ETH goes, this could have been very, very, very bad. It still could turn into something very bad, but obviously looking a lot better. There's relief coming in here. The money flow is building up uh, and hopefully Bitcoin follows in its tracks and we see the shift over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so turning around, coming back to the FOMC meeting, like I said, I wanted to talk about this briefly. I know there's a lot of debate online right now about what's going to happen. Are they going to pivot? Are they going to soften? Are they going to continue to be hawkish and do the 0.75% again for this year? I'm kind of thinking so. The last meeting, Jerome Powell clearly said that there are no, there's no intention of pivoting at this point. And what I'm thinking is that the market has already essentially been in line with that 
since probably September. I think that all that time ago, months ago, we anticipated that we would have 0.75% rate hikes until the end of the year. I think that that's already worked into most uh, stock prices and crypto prices and, and yada, yada, whatnot. We saw such a massive drop off in that point. And then since have recovered, I think we, 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 you know, we got ourselves ready for many months to come. And I think we even, you know, maybe went a little overboard. And that's why the S&P has had such great recovery over the last month and a half. So again, just my thoughts, not sure what everyone else is thinking, but I feel like we've already accounted for all the rate hikes that we've had so far and potentially for the next few to come as well. Maybe into quarter one, they start pivoting. And the fact that everyone also is talking about the pivot being an actual bearish thing, as it has been for the last three to four times that they've pivoted, I think that maybe this time around could be different. History does not dictate the future, especially when everyone thinks that that's the case. This actually may be a very bullish opportunity for us because we've already had the major drop off you know, across most things already. Like, just, yeah, interesting food for thought. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to add, uh, any ideas with that. I'd love to hear some perspective from you guys if you have a chance. So, yeah, my friends, all that being said, as always, make sure you head over to tripleconfirmation.com. Check out what we're doing. There's been some major developments and updates going on over on that end as well. Uh, if you guys are using the TCA indicator, make sure you read the update in the Triple Confirmation Discord, as you will have had to have re-signed up as of a couple of days ago for the new Patreon system, Jonas, uh, to access the indicator. So if you lost access and you're wondering why, go over and read the update. It's very clear, very precise. You will have to re-sign yourself up for that. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care. Enjoy your weekends. Bye-bye.